0: Hello,
1: hello, hello,
0: hello, and welcome to a, another episode of our Free Men at Talking Balls podcast. Again, we are all doing a work from home edition, and uh, this week we're going to look at the top ten Premier League managers. We've had a lot of discussion about this. It's going to be past and present Premier managers. And we're also going to take into account what it did at the Premier League Club. So it might be FA Cup, Carling Cup or European
2: competitions. Carling Cup, that's a throwback. Oh, yeah.
0: Carling what about I the ESL always... Cup? Never heard of it.
2: Coca-Cola that. Cup?
0: Do you know where it first started out as the Carling Cup? It was the, um, it was the Milk Cup. It was sponsored by...
2: Just sponsored by milk in general?
0: Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, I think wow. it was a government initiative to get
2: people to drink more milk. Uh, did you win like a, like a gallon of milk?
0: I think you did. I think the team oh, um, had I to be seen drinking some... No, I think the winning team was seen drinking milk um, as part of their sponsorship.
1: Well, guys, I think we've milked this conversation as far as it can go. So it's, it's been milk dry, dry, hasn't it?
0: Hasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> do you want to get right into it, lads, or shall we have a nice little chat at first? How do you want to run this one?
2: Well, I mean, how have things, things been, Sam?
0: For me, things have been fine. Um, Still on furlough, so just sitting at home, working out, watching films. There's not really much uh, I've been doing. What about yourself? You're back in the country.
2: Back in England, but now discovered that we have to leave again in order to get a visa to be here. It's quite complicated, but it's in the works. So I'm now an international man of mystery,
1: who despite (laughs)
2: coronavirus seems to be traveling all the time, which... I discouraged personally as you know being safe haven't caught it yet or, or never but uh, yeah I think I'm good yeah let's say yeah Tom how about you
1: you yeah, I'm good I've been doing some DIY I've just finished painting the hallway and started the kitchen this morning it's going pretty well to be fair good to hear hmm well
0: let's move on then to today's topic so the top 10 Premier League era managers Tom, why don't you give it to us first? Give us your 10 to 6.
1: Okay, so I'm starting off with number 10. Um, you guys aren't going to like it, so I'm going to go straight in with this. Roy Hodson, number 9, <laughs> John Dyche. Uh Number 8, uh, Bobby Robson. Number 7, Big Sam Allardyce. And then number 6, Carlos Angelotti.
2: Wow. There are a couple of picks in there I never even considered. For my top 10 can i, I do sorry to... can I, I missed the number nine who was that was that sean dyche yes sean dyche wow wow that is wow again Indeed. three picks uh i do have one of them i believe but Ancelotti. I mean, don't have ancelotti okay i don't have Ancelotti. um i mean obviously we're going to discuss these in a bit so i'll go straight on to mm. mine many of which it seems you do not have so number 10 i have uh Pochettino. Number nine, I have Rafa Benitez. Oh my God. Number eight, I have Ranieri. Number seven, I have Sir Bobby Robson. And number six, I have Sir Kenny Dalglish.
0: Very interesting. Um, for me, my ten to six, at number ten, I have Big Sam Allardyce. At number nine, I have Carlo Ancelotti. At number eight, it's Sir uh, Bobby Robson. At number seven, we have Sir Kenny Dalglish. And then at number six, Claudio Ranieri.
2: So we had, three, we had three managers there between the same ones, between six and eight. So we're not yeah. a million miles away.
0: Well, between you and me, but... yeah. I think Tom's got a lot of explaining to do, especially with the Sean dyche selection. What made you pick him?
1: I just think in one of the discussions we had, we said we can include managers that haven't done well with the team they've got. And getting the team they have and the resources they have and getting to play at a different level, I think Sean Dice has to be up there. In a very small family run, essentially nitty-gritty Burnley side with not great resources, not great um, f- facilities, and actually paying way above what they should be as a, as a club, as a team. Um, you think um, this season, they're not particularly that far away, last two seasons they have been quite high up on the table, almost getting into the UEFA League, Champions League spots. Um, all right, they're a couple of uh, points away, but in position-wise, they're, they're, they're knocking on the door. They're up
2: there as a team that isn't
1: in the top six, top
2: seven. A lot of people would put Eddie Howe ahead of Sean Dyche. Given that angle, why why have you gone with Dyche? I think, um, as a club,
1: uh, Bournemouth have more facility, better facilities and more resources. Don't than Bournemouth have than the smallest family.
2: stadium in the Premier League?
1: Yeah. Generally, That's one. One, that's one thing. They also have a big catchment zone for fans, if you're going to include that. Um, facilities, Burnley aren't particularly that great when it comes to it. Eddie Howe has spent quite um, not a lot of money, but he has spent money trying to get players in to help the Bournemouth side, where Sean Dush hasn't really spent that much. You think he's still got me as a centre-back, who's, who's playing way above his level, um, week in, week
2: out. I, I feel like this, this is a pick which I want to debate and I want to argue and complain about, but like you make very good points.
1: Mm. And
2: think,
1: I just uh, think... Yeah. So, as we all know by now, we all love the fancy football, and I probably love the more nitty-gritty side of... You know, the dogmatic side of football. That's why he's up there. And I, I think, to be honest... There's an argument for for swapping Shaun Dyche with Sam Allardyce, maybe moving him from ninth to seventh for the way he's playing, for the way he gets the team to play.
2: I don't. I mean, Sam Allardyce, he's one of the, he plays some of the most boring football that has been there in the Premier League. Sam Allardyce. Yeah.
0: Boring football. That Bolton team played boring football.
2: I'm more referring to the West Ham days. How long was he at West Ham for? Like a season or? I'm, all I'm saying is that the fans weren't happy. The team wasn't playing great. I mean, I'm looking at recent times. I don't even remember that Bolton side, to be honest.
0: But that Bolton side was one of the the best uh, Premier League teams ever, in terms oh, of what he. Was that he the season they won a the title? Of. No, I didn't say. I said one oh. of. them. I didn't say the best. Um, I'm going to have a quick look here at at West Ham. So yeah, he was the the West Ham. Manager for about four years, but
2: yeah, oh, so so not long,
0: (laughs) not long, especially when you think about how little money he had under Golden Sullivan. They didn't really like the splash of cash when he was there.
1: But also, can I just jump in here? When he was playing his traditional four-four-two football, yeah, I understand. Played the fans didn't particularly like it. Um, It was very rigid, rigid uh, structure he had, but they weren't doing too badly. As soon as he had quite a few injuries, I think, in the last season, he was with West Ham. And and to be honest with you, I think the fans and the pundits all got in his back. He started playing more expensive football. And that, actually, I think was one of the best West Side West Ham sides I've ever seen play.
0: He he joined West Ham when they were relegated. You know, I know we're not looking at those, but he still got them promoted and a comfortable Premier League team.
2: But yeah, I mean, if I remember correctly, neither of you two have Benitez in your list? No. Yeah, I mean, no. one of his achievements, which people talk about, is obviously winning the t- the championship title with Newcastle, which we're not factoring in here. But yeah. Benitez is a quality manager. Like Sam Allardyce isn't going to win the Champions League, like Benitez I mean, did. Benitez, after- was at-
0: Benitez was at Liverpool.
2: Yeah, Sam Allardyce
0: never managed. But, but, he, but that this level. was at a
2: time where England English teams were seen as no hopers in the Champions League, just out of their depth.
0: Yeah, there may be, but he was still a manager of a Liverpool team. Famously one of the
2: yeah, greatest. And the reason he was ma- he was manager of a top British team football. is because he's a top manager. Sam Allardyce would have never have got that job. Because he's not a good enough was, manager.
0: No, I think Sam Allardyce would never have got that job because he wasn't a fashionable foreign manager. And are we going to talk about players, the English
2: situation? The English situation where he got off of, he got off of the job uh, and then
0: I'm pretty sure,
2: isn't he he the best English manager we've ever had? Statistically speaking, possibly. Yes,
1: he he had a game, he played a game, 100% record.
2: I mean, it's it's, it's also the shortest English, um, (laughs) you know what I mean.
0: I I think that's more down to the British media than to his ability to manage a football club.
2: I just think it's a controversial choice, but I respect it. Uh, I respect it very much. Um, can I confirm Tom did you have Kenny Dalglish I should really write these down did you have Um, no I didn't but Sam did I
0: believe Um, I I had Sir Kenny, indeed is this because you
2: have him in your top five uh, no that is you know he led a Blackburn side
0: yeah Blackburn side
2: with no little to no money maybe they had a bit of money but for them (laughs) to be up there He, the he, thing he, he, won, you say he won the second division title with them. They went up. And obviously it helps when you have Alan Shearer leading the line. But yeah. I just pe- people look over it these days because they'll be like, oh, Leicester City, Ranieri, wow. But what Kenny Dalglish did at Blackburn was just as special, in my opinion.
0: The thing for me, you say they had little to no money. They won the first ever Premier League when there wasn't any money in the game. So to put it in perspective, they actually I mean, bought Alan Shearer. Sharp. Yeah, but they bought Alan Shearer for three point six million pounds, which was massive back then. Okay. Yeah, you say little to no money. Actually, they had a lot of money for the time. In today's figures, obviously buying Alan Shearer for three point six million pounds is a bargain. Back then, that was a lot of money to buy um, a player from. I believe he was at um, Southampton at the time. Um, they had a great squad. I don't think it was a case of the look and money they had because that, during the time they had a lot of money. But I wouldn't was... say they had
2: a great squad. Like apart from Shearer, who did they have? Like Wilcox.
0: Uh, they had uh, Damien ten-shed. Duff.
2: I don't remember.
0: Uh, let's have a look at the the, the ninety two
1: squad. Uh...
2: Point being, there's no way they had the best squad in the league that year. I, sorry, I, I, if you're going think... have a
1: look, you you should look at the '94 because that's when they won it.
0: Um, uh, sorry, yeah, '94, yeah. Yeah,
1: '94 to '95. But at the same time, yes, he done very well for what three, four seasons at Blackburn. Um, he then took Newcastle for one year, and I think he did awfully then. And obviously, he he took over Liverpool, as all great club legends do, when in time of crisis. See, we, well, we he was originally man.
2: player-manager at Liverpool before he left for, uh, for Blackburn.
1: OK, but that's not Premier League, so...
2: No, 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 no. He was player-manager at Liverpool in the Premier League before... Oh, so, of course, you're right. Sorry, it was the yeah. old... old yeah, first Division one. Yeah.
1: Like, so, like... I'm
0: just having a look here at the the squad they had. Tim Flowers in goal, they had Tim Graham Sherwood Leseau. in midfield, Graham Leseau, um Alan Shearer, uh, let's have a look here. Uh, David Given was on the books. David Batty, <laughs> um, Henningberg as well. Robbie Slater, Chris Sutton.
1: Um, oh, hang on. So far, then that's that's a pretty decent side. That's a ton yeah, that's but compare that winning. to
2: the United team from that season. Who would did they? I assume they'd won the league the year before. Oh, I can't actually remember. Let
0: me have a look then at the ninety-four United squad.
2: Would that have been Cantona's time?
0: Uh, no, I believe it's still at Leeds then.
2: Yeah. It would, it would they had Kalachenko up. Uh, see, here they are. They had Smeichel. They had Eric Cantona, yes. Uh, they had Paul Ince, Ryan Giggs, Kanchelskis knocking in the goals, Andy Cole, Roy Keane. Like that is, a mu- David Beckham, that is a much better side than Blackburn. A much, much better side.
0: A much younger side as well.
2: And it's when you look at like winners of the Premier League as well. You're talking Man United. You're talking Chelsea. You're talking Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leicester, sure. But I've acknowledged Ranieri in my list. And then Blackburn. I don't think you can ignore that in terms of a managerial performance that season.
1: But I, I think you also got to include what you said. I think you said it. They were very, They were good in the last season of the first division. When
0: the money started coming
1: in. Well, not just that, but also... If the Premier League hadn't started then,
2: they would have still been doing well. Yeah, yeah, but you're forgetting that they were in the second division a couple of seasons before. Yeah. It's not as if it's they different. were like a, a, a team had been up there for years and they were expected to challenge. Obviously, as Sam's pointed out, they made a big money signing of Shearer, and I'm sure mm. they've already made other signings, but they still weren't the team who you would expect to win. Obviously, we're not no, talking they... less odds here. Yeah, they no favorites by any means no no but okay this this is quite i'll be honest six to ten i found a lot lot more difficult than one to five and i would imagine there's at least three if not four maybe three managers in the top five that we all have to have
1: well I, i was thinking i think to be honest with you i in my top five i don't know anybody who you guys could try and squeeze in there. Um, but before we move on to that, could we just quickly talk about your 10th position, Simon?
2: Pochettino. Pochettino. Yes. What you What you've got to appreciate is that Arsenal and Tottenham have a massive rivalry. And Arsenal always finished ahead of Tottenham. And in 2017, that did not happen. First time in 22 years, I believe, if we're going to talk stats. I know I love stats. And yeah. I don't think... Obviously, he didn't win any titles. He didn't win anything in Europe. I mean, they had a couple of good wins in Europe against the likes of Real Madrid, so forth. But he t- he, the thing was, as well, he was new. He was new to, ma- to managing. He obviously had a short stint at Southampton just before. Com- comparatively so, as a young manager in the Premier League. Yeah. And... He, they were not spending that much money at Tottenham at the time. They, they've spent a bit more money since. And I just think, in terms of successful Premier League managers, like to overtake your biggest rival for the first time in 21 years, 22 years, is something where which I did, find hard um, to ignore.
0: Where did Tottenham finish that season?
2: Which The season where they were ahead of Arsenal? Yeah they even. Either... I know that they came yeah, fifth, I think. third, second, and third, but I'm not sure which one was the.
0: Because I would always argue that this was down more to Arsenal underachieving than Potticino being a managerial genius. Because he's always choked. You know that Tottenham team has always choked. Finishing above your rivals is is fine. Um, when it's uh, Liverpool and and Man City like now, that that's a real achievement. At the moment, um, finishing above an Arsenal team that's underperforming isn't really that much of. of yeah, an but season. as I
2: mentioned to you, those four seasons consistency: fifth, third, second, third. That is consistently at the top of the table. Obviously, not the top of the, but the top. Hmm. Few I think places, consistent Champions League play, um, football, and a manager who hadn't proven himself at all. I'd, if if you put if okay so put put like say Pochettino, Sam Allardyce, Sean Dyche, who would I rather have managing my side? No question whatsoever. Pochettino, Sean Dyche, big Sam.
1: No, I, I think Sam, you I think you have a very good point there. To be honest, like consist, consistently, um, he hasn't won anything, and they've choked every season. So I think he, you know he's very consistent. Yeah, but the same
2: with Dyche and Allardyce; they also haven't won anything. But well, they're never going to win. They're, it they're the not, teams. not
1: exactly. Oh, they're no, not. they
2: also weren't in a position to win something when he took over.
1: But, but but our point is that to be honest, they could have done something. You know, Top have, have for, for decades been a second-rate uh, football club. Football exactly. Teams. Yeah, and all he's done is move them top of that list of second-rate teams, if not yeah. the lower echelons of the top rate. But, he, but at the same time, they could have won the um, um, League Cup. They could have gone further in the FA Cup, but they kept on ignoring those uh, competitions to try and get higher in the Premier League. Which they achieved. Achieve. But but we would have a completely different conversation if they won League Cups, if
2: they won FA Cups.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I just he's don't not, rate he's not a winner.
2: I don't rate the League Cup highly like I would rather finish third in the league and not win the League Cup than finish fifth in the League and win the League Cup. It's like, you know going to
0: be more important. You say that but the year that Wigan won the FA Cup they also got relegated those fans talk more about winning the FA Cup than the fact that they got relegated. Martínez, of course they
2: would. Why would they want
1: to talk about the fact they got rele- yeah. relegated? <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam, but that's, that's a really poor <laughs> argument
0: you just made. Why? But no, what I'm saying is that that season, even though they got relegated, was still seen as a good season, as an achievement yeah. for winning something, rather than seeing the season that, do you know what? If we didn't take the FA Cup so seriously, we would have stayed in the Premier League.
2: But if they'd, no. if they'd survived and won the FA Cup... I...
0: They didn't. We've had, had one or the other... I'm pretty sure you would take winning a competition over being relegated.
2: No, I wouldn't. No way. Think of all the financial loss as well from getting relegated from
0: the Premier League. Yeah, financial loss. Yeah, they care about that in boardrooms. And a physical fan of a sport that wants to see an open top...
2: You want to see uh, your team in the Premier League. You don't care about winning the FA Cup. These days, the FA Cup means less than it has ever been meant.
1: No, I I wouldn't... Well, yeah, I agree with that. But there's two different things. Because... Meaning as little as it, as it does ever is different to meaning it doesn't mean
2: anything at all. But it's so the hard to get. System. The Championship is a hard league. It's really difficult to get mm. promoted to the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's great winning the FA Cup. But, ever, but I don't know about the... Okay. I would say at least three quarters of fans, if you, if you said to them, okay, so you want to stay in the Premier League or win the FA Cup? The vast majority are going to say, I want to stay in the Premier League.
0: I completely disagree. The
2: Premier League is the...
0: the hype. I completely disagree. You'd want your name to get out in history on that FA Cup. I, I agree being, disagree. Being, being a London Broncos fan, I'd much rather us win the Challenge Cup than for us to finish second from bottom
2: in the Super League. Yeah, but there's a lot more stature behind the Premier League than the Super League. Like, different sports, like... You know, yeah. Example, it, in, in its
0: own sport, though, in its own sport, you want to be playing at the top level. But at the same time, you want to win. You want to be able to show something. You want to... the
2: Premier League is the biggest league in the world. The Premier League is the biggest league in the world. Just to make a comparison, Super League is nowhere near as big as the NRL. No. care well, about it's... that much?
1: Everyone no, cares about Premier
2: League.
1: Yeah, but also you kept saying about finances. It's the same when you look at the finances. A, a club like Bronco getting into the um, Super League will mean, in terms of finances, the same as a club getting promoted into the Premier League. Hmm. It is, it is a, a, a bumper
2: paycheck. Literally, and that is, that relegation could be putting, dooming your side. You could literally be running into. Let's Bolton for an example. They're screwed, and that will stem from a Premier League relegation. They could well, have won I'd, the FA Cup that year. It still, it still wouldn't have changed their financial situation right now.
0: I just, I just don't see how, as a fan, you'd rather finish scraping the barrel of the division than winning something.
1: Well, why don't we put it this way, then? As a fan, would you rather win the FA Cup or League Cup or finish above your rival
2: mid-table? Winning. Because that's all you've said. To I'd, I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather finish above my rival. And like, to rather. give a non-league example, if you said to me, and you could say this is a different scenario, league, non-league, you said to me, okay, you can either win the, conf- win the National League and get re- mm-hmm. and get promoted to the Football League, or you can win the FA Trophy. Absolutely no question I want to get promoted to the Football League.
1: I don't think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I think that's comp- okay. that is-
2: Even if you said, even if you said to me, as mental as this sounds, and I'm going to say it because I'm, I'm feeling in a mental mood, if you said to me we <laughs> can either get promoted to the Football League or win the FA Cup, I'd probably still say promoted to the Football League.
1: But I, I also think we should get off the subject of whether we should get relegated from the Football League or from, from the Football League.
0: There is one person we haven't spoken about. I, I think it's a brave shout. It's a very left-wing choice. But Tom, Roy Hodson. W- what's your thinking behind it?
1: Well, yeah, now looking at my uh, 10 to 6, I've actually decided he should be a bit higher up. So I'm going to move down Bobby Robson um, to 10th, move up Sean Dyche, and then move up Roy Hodson. And the reason for that is... Fulham. Need I say more? He took a very average Fulham side and became runners-up in the UEFA Cup. Okay? They were they way, way, way overshot what they should be doing. Um, that was in 2010, 2010, 2011 season, I think. But then not only that, look what he's done uh, for Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace are still in the Premier League. We've discussed how important that is for clubs. Um, when they shouldn't be,
2: Crystal Palace have a decent infrastructure. I I would regard them as a Premier League side. Not a top-tier side, but I certainly wouldn't Uh, see Crystal Palace as a Championship side.
1: I I think as a club, they're a Premier League club,
2: definitely. As a team, they're not. I mean, Zaha is a top-tier player, I would say. Apart from that, yeah, you haven't got a massive amount of depth, but...
1: I, I think, to be honest with you, though, Zaha, he's a great, great player wouldn't quite call him, I think you said, top tier. I don't think he's quite top tier. But then that comes down to the manager. The the thing thing with Zaha is,
2: he plays for Crystal Palace. If Zaha played again for United or City or Arsenal or whoever, he would be an absolute star. But he plays for a a Crystal Palace side, which doesn't give him the service. As far as I'm concerned, he would excel anywhere, especially a top, top side, which is what puts makes me put him in that level Mm.
1: and i think if we go back to um our discussion about top 10 premier league strikers i think we had the same discussion of um the deliveries and stuff like that so i do think you have a good point i just think for roy hudson what he has done for premier league sides um is great also if you look beyond that and what he's done on the continent um He's he's what seventy eight now. He's he's in his seventies yeah.
2: yeah. and he's still going strong. Um, I would say it seems that your list is very influenced by the whole. Uh, look at what he's done with this limited, uh, limited budget, limited side. You haven't really. So some people look at it in terms of this person won this, did this, achieved a lot with this. Yours seems to be a more kind of underdog kind of look what Roy Hodgson did with this rubbish Fulham side, which is completely fair enough. And I respect that. It's just, I don't know. I, I, agree. I completely
1: agree with you. I think this slightly changes when we go to top five, um, but certainly 10 to six.
2: Going on um, going on your, your kind of strategy, which has been suggested from the six to 10, you would say <laughs> that, you know, Ranieri could be your top three for you, but <laughs> obviously he's not.
1: No, no, he's not. I, 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 when you think of stuff like that, um, for Claude Ranieri, he, he's only done one thing. It's, it's very harsh to say. What he's done was amazing,
2: but I, I don't quite think. He's the opposite of longevity. Uh, I can't think of the word. Is it longevity? Um, longevity, yeah. He, he, he's he been at so many teams, some of which for like less, less than a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But, but, I mean, but he's I, always going to
1: get out also, of Premier League history. Mm, exactly. Um, and, and that's the same reason why Pochettino won't. But um, Roy Hodgson has been there for longevity. Um, like I say, what he's done on the continent, he, um, he was one of the best players, best managers um, from Norway. I think, excluding, ignoring all that, um, I do agree. When you look at this topic of best Premier League managers, you have to rely heavily on what, that individual has done. Um,
2: given what he given has what been provided with. with.
1: Yeah, and if we look at like, um, best Premier League um, clubs or teams or um, things like that, then it would change. But because, you know, for example, he didn't really do that well at um, Liverpool. I know there is this conspiracy about, did Gerard miss the penalty to get him fired?
2: Well, there's also a weird thing about sometimes managers do incredibly well with lower tier sides and then move on to higher tier sides and struggle. An Mm -hmm. example being David Moyes. He overachieved with Everton, went to Man U, was a massive flop. Mm -hmm. If he'd have stuck with Everton, he could have gone down with one of the, you know, on your list especially, as one of the top Premier League managers. But he went to Man U, he proved he couldn't really do it at that top, top level. So, some, some, like, some managers just suit, just suit it when they're not given a, a big budget. They just suit the lower. Like Sean Dice, for example. Do I think he'd lead a Man City team to the title? Don't know.
1: Oh, I, I completely agree with you. I think David Moise is a perfect example. Some managers prefer the close knit. Less um, expectations, less pressure. Oh, I wouldn't say expectations. I also wouldn't agree with pressure, but always being up against it. You know, when we look at sites like um, um, New England Patriots um, in gridiron in American football, um, the reason they've done so well, and the sole reason they've done so well for so many years, is because they have them against Tom us Brady. Oh, <laughs> They have that, that them against us mentality. That's why they've done so well, is everything, every decision, every season, every game is look what they are, they don't care, it's us. Um, and some managers have to thrive off that as um, uh, a lower side, but as a top side, where it's not really that. Um, they do have amazing facilities, amazing
2: resources. They they struggle more. But you can also, obviously, I mean, I think we should move on to top five, but last point on this. Um, you need to be a top manager to get a job at a top team.
1: Um, no, I would uh, slightly I, I don't think so.
2: I, I do well, how was she getting a job at the likes of Manuel Arsenal?
0: Uh, Ryan Giggs was a former player. Pep Guardiola uh, was a former player of Barcelona. Um, Pep, Guardiola uh, approved All right. fact, Pep Guardiola had Pep Guardiola had to prove himself at Barcelona B, okay. He was been groomed for the job. Oh. Um, Zinedine Zidane. Zidane.
2: So you're saying there's bias uh, towards former players? Well, that's that, that's fair enough. That's, a, that's yeah. A there's one of these.
0: Um, one of these things which I've always hated of, uh, oh, but he knows the club. Like, that makes a difference.
1: Oh, I, I do actually think that does make a difference. Personally. In, yeah. what if,
0: if in what you way?
1: In what way does that, knowing a
0: club compact, um, impact your tactical know-how and your man management skills? Definitely man management. Being a
1: manager, okay, isn't just about the 11 players on the pitch. It isn't just about the players in the squad. It's about knowing the kick man. It's about knowing... Um, the dinner lady It's all about stuff like this. And that's why one, one reason, in my opinion, like like Simon says, I've picked Sean Dice. I've, I've relied heavily on these players, these managers. And that's why some uh, managers do struggle because they go to a new place and they realise they don't know Betty. They don't know who that person is. And that's why they fail.
0: I think you, you could put that towards Jose Mourinho at Man United Still living in, well, in a... And,
2: and Moyes, and Moyes.
0: Mm. yeah let's move on to my top five so number five I feel as though um, I folded a bit to peer pressure on number five I think Um, so number five is Jurgen Klopp at number four I have Pep Guardiola at number three I have Jose Mourinho two Arsene Wenger and then of course the number one Sir Alex Ferguson
2: So we actually have the same apart from four and five reversed. Uh, At five, I have Pep Guardiola, Guardiola. Four, I have Jurgen Klopp, which admittedly is quite high. At three, I have Jose Mourinho. At two, I have Arsene Wenger. And one, I have Sir Alex Ferguson, reluctantly. But like me being stats-based, I didn't want to put him there, but there was no other person who could possibly go number one. Tom, please prove me wrong. Who else could go number one? Well, like I said before, um, 10 to 6 for us would be all different, but 5 to 1 will probably be the
1: same. Um, And I I stand by that. Our orders are very different for the same five people. Um, Number five, Jose Mourinho. Number four, Arsene Wenger. Number three, Pep Guardiola.
2: Number two, Jurgen Klopp. Number one, Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, We all agree on the number one, so that's something, isn't it?
0: Let's quickly move through number one. Then we all agreed to. Yeah, uh, so expect, and myself being a Man United fan, I can't look past anyone else. At the same time, you, you physically can't. So, especially Premier, Premier League, League.
2: like he, he was in charge for twenty one seasons. I believe he won the mm-hmm. Premier League title in th- title in thirteen of them. That is many. thirteen of them. Absolutely. In the Premier League, League alone, they dominated the Premier League, dominated.
0: Premier League alone, he won five hundred and twenty-eight games and only lost a hundred and fourteen. That's out of eight hundred and ten games. That's a win ratio of sixty-five point two percent.
2: I mean, you literally couldn't amazing. go to Old Trafford and expect to like get anything. Like, it's it's not the same these yeah. days. It's um,
0: not, and that, um, and Fergie time as well. Yeah, you yeah. know, to to have something now that they still talk about that you're so well known for whether you agree or disagree with it probably disagree with it was it a real thing yeah probably it was but to have that that um still to have that um fingerprint on the premier league when you've been retired <laughs> for seven years is just dynasty really yeah um, was
2: his influence on the referees fair
0: um
2: he clearly had an influence
0: he clearly did. Was it was it fair? Um, was it in spirit of the game? No, no, but was it too much? Did he get pulled up on it? Um, if he did, then maybe he got justice for everyone else because he'd been pulled up on it. I don't really remember him um, being pulled up on it. So he may be bending but not breaking the rules, we should say.
2: Tom, Jurgen Klopp, number two. This is a manager who has been in the Premier League for what, a couple of seasons, hasn't won the uh, Premier yeah. League yet. Not, yet. not yet. And yet, he's <laughs> your second highest Premier League manager of all time. Someone who I hasn't even won it.
1: Let's face it, by the end of June,
2: he will be. Well, well we're not job. looking at the future right now, we're looking yeah, at past could, and present. D-
0: this is why he's a number five for me because he could, he could win it. He He still may not. Stranger things have happened.
2: And even so, it's one Premier League title. All I would say, okay, so Jurgen Klopp, the reason I had him so highly, I almost didn't have him in the top five, was because he's overtaken a Man City team which seemed absolutely unstoppable. With the number of points they were putting up season after season. No one looked past them, but he has. That's why he has to be up there. But I just can't put someone in the top three who's never even won a Premier League title. Yes, he's going to win the title, but, but he's
1: also won the Champions
2: League. Yes, yes, but so have a number of other managers in my list, such as Benitez, who no one else even had in their top ten.
1: Uh, yeah, but that's, the, that's because on the whole, Benitez, in, in my opinion, is in the, is, It shouldn't be in the top ten.
2: Yeah, I'm that, not denying that's... that. I'm just saying that mm. you shouldn't put that much emphasis on being only a Champions League winner.
1: Well no, but again I'll come back to Pochettino for you. all time top ten. You know, someone who you're by your own admission has only Tottenham
2: just... were in di- Tottenham were in a not in a poor position when so Chelsea took
1: over. Joe so was Liverpool.
2: How
0: good was Top uh, how good was Chelsea when Di Matteo was the manager? Because he no, also won the Champions League.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but then um, No, it. I'm just
0: I'm just throwing it out though, we're talking about Pochettino, but Chelsea weren't were an okay team. Well, I suppose they were better, also,
2: okay. one of the things about Liverpool, oh, yeah. you were just touching on the fact that um, Pochettino, old oh, Tottenham, blah blah blah. Uh, Liverpool have always been one of the best teams in the league. But no, then no. half over have under. yeah, Stephen Jarrow is one of the best midfielders to ever play the game. I always stand by Liverpool is one of the, yeah okay one person um,
1: best clubs in the Premier League, Liverpool. You know you can't really argue that Liverpool United, um, we're always well are two of the top clubs in the Premier League. Top teams, Liverpool have struggled. Liverpool were struggling, as I've said, they they started to struggle. Um, in my view, Rafa Benitez is one of the reasons they suddenly struggling. Um, then Roy Hodgson took over, unfortunately, couldn't didn't have the support of the players, so couldn't get the uptick. Um, Brendan Rodgers Kennedy was also there. Brendan Rodgers, um, who I, I know I have seen online, some people have put him in the top ten, um, which I personally think is disrespectful to other other people. Um,
2: you know, but they, they but they all underperformed. They all underperformed whereas Klopp is getting the best out of the team. Oh, yeah,
1: but, but then surely that should come, up, come into being a, a top manager.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, but the, uh, I'm kind of backing up your inclusions of Sean Dyche hmm. and Roy Hodgson and so forth here. He hasn't turned a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of low, low-paid players into superstars. He inherited an excellent team. He he strengthened it, he but by also selling some of the best players he has got, such as uh, Coutinho. I mean, it, Coutinho isn't a top tier. He, if if anything was overperforming, I mean, he's barely getting in the but environment. For, for Liverpool, he he was top tier. Suarez. If you say Suarez, okay, but he
1: is yeah, Suarez. But, so, but yeah, you know, I don't have the teeth of Suarez, so.
2: I don't know. I just I, so would 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 Klopp be higher in my list after this season? Maybe, but I don't see how he can be top three compared to the likes of Mourinho, Wenger, and Ferguson.
0: Yeah, agreed. He he's only in my top five if he wins the Premier League. Like he's on track to. If he doesn't win the Premier League, I think he drops down to to ninth for me.
2: Next season will be very, yeah. very interesting to see if they can maintain the same perf- form.
1: Yeah, but I always also say, like you both said, oh, he hasn't won the Premier League. We haven't included Premier League. I have. I know the season's not over yet. Um, it has been none and void, like some people want, but he's only what um, I think three wins away.
2: Oh, they're going to win the Premier League title. There's no doubt about it. I don't understand why you guys haven't
1: included him winning the Premier League title. Then. Yeah, in but it's one team. Premier
2: League title. I mean, Mourinho won back-to-back.
1: Yeah, okay. I you're going to
2: fifth? And that's as a Chelsea I fan.
1: I do, yeah, but you guys always ridicule me because I, I praise...
2: Chelsea, Chelsea only players. conceded 15 goals in the 2004-2005 season. I don't know if anyone's ever conceded so few goals. I would assume they haven't. And obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah he okay. parks the bus, so for boring football, whatever, but I just don't so, understand I, how you could put how you put Klopp ahead of Mourinho. Yes, Mourinho's had a ropey couple of years. But no one has really I don't know. So
1: like I was gonna say, I do probably accept I probably put him a bit too high. Number two, okay, looking back on it, you guys do have a good point. Probably is number two. Um, will he be number two? Uh, yes, I, I, I do. I think he will, he will. You know, he has potential. Liverpool have potential to be um, one of the best teams ever.
0: See, for that's me, that's I that's don't. Think they, they do have the potential. Because for me, for Klopp to jump up the second, he has to achieve more than Arsene Wenger. And Arsene Wenger will always have the Invincibles.
2: Oh my! God. And, we and many, many seasons of consistency. Yeah, finishing in the top four.
0: Many seasons. Three Three Premier League wins and the Invincibles.
2: No,
1: for what? Oh, okay, so I, have, I'll put my hands up. Arsene, um, Klopp shouldn't be number two. I apologise for that. I'm very sorry. However, um, Arsene Wenger, I, you guys have both had him number two. Is that correct? Yep, yeah, correct. Right. He has done nothing. The team he had, he should have been winning Premier League titles, Champions League titles, FA Cups, and Community Shields. He has done nothing apart from reaching top four, which is massively, massively underperforming for the side he had, the club he had, the resources, and facilities.
2: Apart from Alex Ferguson, no one has been as consistent. He, he, He was always up there. He, he transformed the game when he came into English football. When he came to English football, foreign players wasn't really a big thing. He brought in foreign players. I don't know how big a thing that is, but you just can't talk about the Premier League without talking about Wenger. He,
0: he has a win ratio of 57.5%. Yeah, and that's which why is he's only five. Which is only bettered by Sir Alex Ferguson.
2: But he's underperformed.
0: I don't think he has.
1: I look at Arsenal
2: team. now, and you say Wenger I'd... have performed.
1: Yeah, exactly. That. Again, though, my two arguments here is Alan Ferguson and Wenger both hung on for too long. Okay? Um, for yeah. example, Wenger definitely hung on for too long. Alex Ferguson, he hung on, and the only reason he left is because he realised the squad he had was the worst squad he ever had. Great. Okay? If he left two seasons ago, or two seasons before, or one season before, Completely different subject. Right. Invincibles, we come back to this and I will repeat and repeat and repeat.
2: They were not that good. Oh, come on. They didn't
0: they didn't Jerry lose. Henry, Dennis
2: because, Birkham, they drew. because they Patrick Vieira. The they were an incredible. Team. Of the
0: yeah. They called yeah. the Invincibles, so they didn't lose. They're not called the winners, the, 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 the only team to win every single game. They they didn't lose.
1: No. Okay. So, uh, Simon just but they didn't said that. lose. Simon, just said there, um, you just listed off some players. Yeah. Right. Simon, can you do that again for me?
2: List the players They off. had some of the best players of all time. They yes, have, and what did they do? They didn't, they didn't lose a game.
0: And they won the Premier League and didn't lose a single game.
1: The, se- the season afterwards, Chelsea won the league, right?
0: Yeah, with more the, points. With more points. But if they lost, they were bettered by at least okay. how many teams.
1: So if we go back to our examples before... Right, ask the general public. Right, would you prefer to lose a game, one game, and get a higher points, and win the uh, win the um, Premier League, than just drawing your way? I would prefer and never lose. No, 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 no. You've lost. just
0: asked two different questions there. No, I haven't. Uh, would you rather lose a game and have a high points all or not lose a game? and still win the Premier League. I'd, I'd take not losing a single game.
1: As a fan, you want to go out and watch your side draw their way and go out. The thing is, one of the things that annoys me is that they did go out to draw. There's no argument to it. They went out to draw.
0: No, they, they went out to out not there and lose. Win. No,
1: they went they out there out to out. not lose. No, they didn't go out there and win. They did not go out there to try and win. They went out there to go, right, lads, we're gonna have a cushy day here. We're not gonna go out and be the best team out here. We're not gonna have all Thierry Henry. We're not gonna go out there and do our best. We're gonna out there and make sure they don't score and we can draw our way to win this.
0: No, you doing. go out there to not lose, which is tactics.
1: A team like that underperformed. I'm sorry. a kind of team
0: not losing a single game underperform?
1: Because How? they only won the Premier League. They did not win the Champions League. Um, Arsenal, as a club, have done very well in the FA Cup, but they didn't particularly do that well in the FA Cup that season. Um, they didn't. I, I don't know if they won. Where they went in the um, um, uh, League Cup? Um, I'm sorry. I this is my fundamental question. Thing.
2: Question in the history of the Premier League, which has been going on for a number of years now, has anyone else <laughs> ever gone a whole series about a whole season without losing? No. Exactly.
0: Point yeah. They're the only ones to go to Premier League without losing a game.
2: Because That kind of achievement, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, they weren't trying to win.
0: They did. How can you go out there and play for a draw when one goal might nick it and you lose?
1: Because they have the potential to score five.
2: They didn't need to, though.
1: They didn't need to. Because they were going to draw. I'm sorry, guys.
2: But the, I can't. If they would drawn every game that season, they wouldn't have won the league.
0: I also don't see how you think that n- not losing <laughs> is somehow a loss. I don't. It's an
1: underachievement. So, if so had, you for 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 that team, it was an underachievement, right? The whole season. How can not losing be an underachievement? Because they went to draw. They could have won every game. If they won every game, <laughs> then they deserve the title of the invincibles and deserve the recognition we give to them for that title
0: we, we give them the recognition for not losing,
1: yeah, because they're drawing their way for, to it
0: draw <laughs> you can't draw your way to the Premier League you can't you can win the do. Premier League by scoring you, one point every weekend
1: you can do because what you do is you hammer you give your full potential if you were, Simon, no 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 we're still you... talking. If you give your full potential to get a game you're going to win easily, and the games you're, mm, I'm not sure about, or the games, mm, we could win this if we tried. You then go for a draw. That's how you do it.
0: Simon, if you were to get one point per game for the Premier League, mid-table. how many points would you get? You'd get, I reckon, you wouldn't get the mid-table, would you?
2: Yeah, yeah, mid-table. Mid-table. Mm.
0: So therefore, okay. we've just said you cannot you win the on- Premier League by drawing games. <laughs>
1: But you can do as I've just said, but you can't because clearly you'd finish mid table.
2: You're getting 42 no. points, you're getting 42 points, which is having you nowhere near the title
1: exactly. But, but sorry, hang on, your argument. My point is, they drew games that
2: they should have won. That's my point. So when I say, yeah, and they our point is that they, they didn't won. have to, and they still went this whole season without losing. And and winning the title.
1: So hang on, so are you saying then? If Messi would be um, uh, the player he is now, and so would Cristiano Ronaldo, if they came on for 10 minutes, scored a goal and went, all right, I get a cup of tea, see down the pub, I get in the bath now. No, they
2: try their best every, every game. You can't say the players didn't try their best. You can't,
0: can't say you're saying that the, the goalkeepers yes. and defenders yes. didn't try their best. No, because the weakest it was just, part oh, of that Arsenal side... How can the goalkeeper and the defender not be trying their
2: best? The funny thing is, the weakest part of that Arsenal side was the defence. Um, yeah. They had like Lee Dixon at fullback. He was never a world-class player. They had Sol Campbell, sure. But apart from that, they're all about the attacking side of things, and you're saying, oh, no. Yeah, the
1: attacking flair. Yeah, exactly. Their their side should have been winning games
2: three... okay. With a rubbish defence. Well, not a rubbish defence, but with a less than world-class defence.
1: But they should be outscoring everything. That, that team they had should be outscoring every game. I don't understand how you guys can sit there and tell me that the team they had, the best thing they could do was just not lose. The, you're saying that they have... I'm, I'm saying that they haven't achieved what they should have done. Why? Because they, all they did was win a Premier League title
2: by not losing. They didn't win the Champions League. All they did, oh, they, all they did was never lose a game. It's all they did. Nothing else.
0: Yeah. All they did was not, not be beaten once.
2: Yeah.
1: Because they didn't win the Champions League. They got knocked out of that because they didn't try hard enough. They didn't do anything in the FA Cup. All they focused the whole season on the Premier League, which many, many lower sides do, not the top tier... I mean just add, right? So they tried that and they, they didn't do anything
0: with it. They yeah. drew one 0 with Portsmouth, they drew 0-0 with Man United, mm-hmm. um, they drew one 0 with Charlton, fair They enough. got to
2: the semi finals of the League Cup and the yeah. uh,
0: They drew um, with Leicester, Fulham, Bolton Wanderers, Everton,
1: that side Man United,
0: Newcastle, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah Tottenham, Tottenham okay. were awful.
1: But they, they were also beaten
0: they were beating Everton 4-1 in August. The following yes. game, beat, uh, Middlesbrough 5-3. Blackburn, yes. They weren't going out to draw games when you're beating Everton 4-1, Middlesbrough no, 5-3, sorry, Blackburn 3-0, nil, Norwich 4-1. Those are the teams, but they knew they could beat,
2: they were trying. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they and tried again. Get... You, you both are completely misunderstanding the point for comedic effect, and unfortunately, you're both failing Windhop. at that. The point, oh, is, the point is, the is, they should be winning those games. So as you see, guys, we're not going to agree on this subject. Simon and Sam clearly think that that team is only good enough to win one league um, title. But um, we all basically agree on the other people. Jose Mourinho uh, and Pep Guardiola. Um, so should we leave it there, lads? We know what we all think.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, to yeah, summarise, that's... obviously, Alex Ferguson is the greatest, reluctantly I'll say this, is the greatest Premier League manager of all time. Agreed.
1: Do you guys want to change any of your orders or anything like that? Uh, I do. Okay.
0: Um, I am going to move Klopp out of my top five and swap him with Claudio Ranieri. Okay. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. Claudio Ranieri at fifth, Klopp at sixth.
1: Okay, I think I think that's strange. You know, one hit wonder, but anyway. I think anyway.
2: I think Klopp is. I've, I've discussed this in previous podcasts, but I think Klopp's a situation where it's still now. It's still to be seen how
1: mm.
2: high up he's going to be. If he if he say goes, let's say this season, next season, and the season after, you'd literally be calling him the greatest Premier League manager. Uh, maybe top two, sorry, top two. You yeah. could argue him second. It's going to take a. It's going to take something pretty special to beat Alex Ferguson. Mm but Klopp could certainly work his way higher with a, with a couple of titles, if not more. Um, I have changed mine a bit, uh, mainly because I've moved
1: two people, so therefore the whole system changes. Um, mine becomes, number one, Alex Ferguson. Number two, Pep Guardiola. Three, Jose Mourinho. Four, um, the invincible Arsene Wenger. Wow. Five, Klopp. Oh, yeah. um, six, Ancelotti. Seven, Big Sam. Eight, Sean Dyche. Nine, Roy Hudson, Ten, Bobby Robson.
2: I'm going to stick with my original instincts and quite satisfied with my list. Nothing's really screamed out. I, feel, I still think Rafa deserves a lower level place despite and Pochettino. But to be honest, for me, if you're not in the top five then I don't really respect you that much anyway. Yeah. So I'm not that concerned with six to ten. And I don't want to change one to five. So good to go.
1: Hmm. Like I said, we all agree on one to five, just the order is different. Um so gentlemen, should we leave it there?
2: Yeah, great. Hopefully next time we do a podcast we'll we'll be talking about some some live sport. I mean obviously the Bundesliga is running right now, but it's when the Premier League's back is that we're is when we're really talking.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I can't wait for the Premier League to come back and we'll get talking about some live football again. Um Tom wants to talk about the situation in Scotland as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think these top ten podcasts might be coming to an end. Yeah? Sounds good. Good. Well, until next time, goodbye.
1: goodbye. Bye, bye.